marketplace is sort of self-moderating uh, in the sense that poor providers get bad reviews, their ROI immediately tanks, and they don't want to pay us anymore. So uh, to, to the good and to the bad, that's a problem that we don't have to deal with. You know, every job I've ever had before this, I, I, I would usually get bored after three or four years. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a kind of a problem solver at heart, and um, this is an intractable problem. You know, fixing the home services industry, fixing the experience for homeowners um, is probably a problem that may outlast me. This is the Proco 360 podcast with stories and lessons from Colorado's world-class entrepreneurs. I'm Dave Tabor. My guests and my listeners love Colorado, and we crave knowing more about Colorado's unique and amazing businesses. Proco 360 is Westward Reader's best Denver podcast, three years running, and a top 15 Colorado podcast on Feedspot. So thanks to you listeners for that. In this episode, I'll be speaking with Brandon Ridenauer, CEO of Angie Home Services, home of Angie's List and Home Advisor Service Brands, and home of 10 other service brands in the U.S. and Europe. Angie Home Services is a substantial Colorado-based business. It's listed on NASDAQ and rang up over a billion in revenue last year. I'm looking forward to learning a lot more about how this business works, particularly how Angie simultaneously serves two customers, the service providers, those who are doing the construction, plumbing, electrical, and the consumers who contract for those services. I'm also interested in how a subscription service effectively competes with free services like Yelp and Google Reviews, and how Brandon is applying his e-commerce background as CEO of Angie Home Services. So, Brandon, welcome to Proco 360. Dave, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Let's start with a quick overview, the CEO's overview of Angie Home Services. Sure. You know, Angie Home Services, we operate uh, the largest marketplace for home services in the United States um, and several uh, other countries, which I'll talk about. Effectively, what we do is we help homeowners find and buy home services from local providers. And uh, you know us best through our brands uh, in the U.S., Home Advisor and Angie's List, but we also have Handy here in the U.S., and we have the leading brands in four or five Western European countries as well. And, and when you say, you, you talk about home improvement, you don't talk about fixing or repairing. Is there a reason you use like that phrase? Well, uh, the, the truth of the matter is we, we serve uh, every, every need homeowners have all the way from the smallest of repairs up to the largest of, uh, you know, additions and remodels and, uh, you know, improvements. So we do do it all and we help connect people with, um, you know, the full range of services that they might need for their home. Yeah. And when, when people get services through one of your brands, are there guarantees that you offer consumers that make them feel different than, you know, than if they'd gone out and found those services on their own? Well, that's a great question. You know, we, we actually, um, through our three brands in the United States, Angela's List Home Advisor and Handy, we offer really three different types of services. Um, with Angie's List, it is a traditional comprehensive directory and it's really a resource for homeowners to be able to go out and uh, do their own diligence using the data we provide, as well as sourcing, you know, content and reviews from from neighbors and and um, and pulling that data together to make a hiring decision. In that case, we're not, uh, you know, we're not guaranteeing the outcome of that work. We're we're providing a resource that helps facilitate smart decision making. I guess is the best way to think about it. With Home Advisor, you know, we do two different types of things. One is we will match you with very highly qualified local providers. 
And separately, we now offer the ability to buy services from us directly. When you buy a service from us directly, um, you know, certainly that is guaranteed uh, completely. We call it our happiness guarantee. And you're either happy with the project or we will refund your money or send, send someone out to make it right. Hmm. With our sort of traditional matching service, um, what I would say is we are somewhere in between the, you know, you're on your own version and uh, it's fully, fully backed. You know, we do a lot and put a lot, a lot of investment in terms of validating uh, and ensuring that we have only high quality providers in our network. We offer, um, you know, so we offer that upfront information and, and just a high, higher level of curation in terms of quality. But we also offer mediation services, arbitration services. You know, we, if we find that the provider in our network has provided inadequate service, we will push for resolution. And, uh, you know, in the most significant cases, we will end up, you know, offering restitution. So hmm. it, 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 there's not sort of a one size fits all answer there other than yeah. to say, you know, we, we go, we go a great distance to try to make sure that the customer is satisfied. But that's, that's interesting then customers. Cause I mean, somehow you've evolved into this collection of 12 brands and it sounds like mm-hmm. at least the two you've just described in, in depth, cause they're big brands in, in the United States, you know, they operate differently from a consumer's uh, value uh, what they what they want either you know a recommendation versus you know really hiring directly. So how are you planning to integrate like twelve different brands or is there a plan mm-hmm. to do that and and route the value uh, I guess the value offering more consistently to customers? Yes, uh, a really good question and a really complicated uh, complicated <laughs> one to answer and solve. Um, we. We believe we're in the midst of a major transition that perhaps will take a decade. And effectively, it's driven by demographics and the average age of homeowners. Uh, you know, average age of a homeowner, our customers is about 53. And so these are folks that are not digital natives, as it were. You know, um, they uh, are um, slower to adopt, I guess, uh, new solutions and new innovative technologies. Um, I often compare it to the folks that are, you know, our average customer today were the same people that were slow, you know, hesitant to use online dating in the year 2000 because it seemed taboo and scary. And and honestly, getting home services online for, you know, for that same uh, cohort is is sometimes a little scary because they've uh, been so used to doing it via word of mouth for so long. Well, millennials are going to change that. Uh, They do everything in every category digitally, including dating, and there are no taboos associated with it. And um, they are at this moment, the biggest uh, population of home buyers. So where we're heading, where all that leads us is we believe that a much deeper, more um, more transactional service uh, for getting online services or getting home services is going to be the eventual winner. And to put that in really simple terms, we think it looks something like Uber for home services or the same way you would order um, you know, food from Grubhub or DoorDash or groceries uh, from Instacart or others, um, people yeah. expect to get more done digitally. And so when you think about sort of the legacy solutions like, uh, you know, uh, directories, online directories, they're great. Um, they, they take what people were used to before the internet, they bring it online and then they add reviews to it. It's a great resource, yeah. but we think the future is one where people don't want to compare reviews of plumbers. They don't hmm. like that. That is a, that's not how people want to spend their time. So, we're in the midst of this transition. It's going to take a long time. And there's still a lot of people that prefer to do this themselves, to go through reviews uh, while others are starting to migrate more to this, um, you know, do it for me model. Yeah. But you've, you guys have stepped up to like this forever challenge where 
the quality of service in, in your line of work, there's no news to you, is so erratic sometimes that some people do great work and other people never show up. And, you know, how do you manage the idea that all somebody wants to do is call a reliable service, get them there, fix the deal, and, and the outcome may not be predictable? Well, I think, you know, what we aspire to and what we believe we already deliver is a more predictable, reliable service. Um, I think we have plenty of room to improve there. But I think if you were to compare us to alternative solutions or alternative approaches, you know, you are going to get a more reliable outcome. There's just, uh, like I said, there's a higher level of curation and a higher level of uh, participation by us to help ensure good outcomes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I think that this is ultimately what has to be solved is you have to create, you have to create a service that is as reliable and predictable as ordering a, a you know, a, a product off Amazon yeah. is. And um, yeah. it's not easy. That's why it doesn't exist, but that's our, uh-huh. that's our sort of aspiration. But that's a, that's a cool aspiration because wouldn't it be nice if, if uh, I mean, right now, even some of the big companies who provide services, well, that that's one of the challenges. The big companies that are super reliable are also much more expensive. And so people don't want that right. either. So uh, what exactly an, right. we're, we're going to circle back to some of this in a bit. First, I want to, uh, well, first, I'm actually going to remind listeners, this is Proco 360, named Best Denver Podcast, three years running. I'm your host, Dave Tabor, and this is the show featuring entrepreneurs who could be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. I'm speaking with Brandon Ridenauer, CEO of Angie Home Services. Thanks to our sponsors, Community Banks of Colorado, the law firm of Holland and Hart, Kinsley Meetings, MicroStar Keg Logistics, and these great companies support Colorado business and entrepreneurs, and they support this show. And uh, Proco 360 has a new sponsor, Via Technologies. Clint and the team at Via are taking over the Proco 360 website, streamlining it, updating it, and keeping it slick going forward. So thanks uh, to them. And also thanks to the Colorado Chamber of Commerce for its support for me and Proco 360. Getting back to Brandon Ridenauer of Angie, how explain how you make money. Yeah, so there's a couple of different ways to make money. The, the two large, well, the three largest models are one, a traditional advertising model that sits on top of a directory, uh, one that you know we would all be familiar with. The second is at HomeAdvisor, we match customers to local providers, typically up to three. And um, we charge a transaction fee when we make that introduction. Uh, and then the third one, which is more recent over the last year, is when we sell the service directly, you know, we're setting the price up front and then we're uh, paying a fulfillment price on the back end. And so we're kind of making the the uh, margin on the delta between those two prices. Yeah. Um, it, it, in some ways, it seems you're sort of like a, a specialty ad agency for service providers. I mean, it's, you know, you're, you're their marketing mechanism. So, uh, you know, which, who, who owns an Angie services client. Um, how does that work? Like, do you want them loyal to you or do you want them loyal to the people who pay you? So we, I think the company started out really as, as kind of a specialty ad platform for, for small businesses. And that's really the state of it, you know, call it around 2010. And it really is the best platform for small businesses to reach new customers uh, because it offers an unparalleled level of targeting. Um, that enables you as a small business to specify exactly what kind of customers you want, what zip code they're in, what project type they're going to do. Uh, okay. a, a, a huge advancement over uh, the directory models that everybody had used you know, before that. Where we've evolved to over the last 10 years is to focus much more on the homeowner. Uh, we believe in the long 
term, building a great business is best achieved by offering consumers and homeowners a transformational experience around how they maintain their home. Uh, I'm sure you're a homeowner and I'm sure you and your listeners have experienced this firsthand. Uh, Owning a home and getting services is not a great experience as it is uh, today. And so with the status quo being so bad, if we can actually improve that experience, you know, by 5x or 10x, that's how you create something, you know, really generational and successful. And that's, that's our goal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it sounds like what I'm hearing at least is that if you focus on the homeowner, you'll attract, you'll be able to support the right kinds of advertisers. Um, It also seems like, you know, this notion of serving two masters, the idea one can have served serve two masters goes all the way back to the New Testament, right? I'm not going to get religious. You know, you, you know what I'm saying that, you know, you, you've got to please people at both ends of the transaction. So how do you prioritize? I mean, is this, is this like a fantasy that's a perfect win, 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 everybody sings Kumbaya and that's it? It is a great question. And it's been a debate that has, uh, I wouldn't say it's, it's ongoing, but it's certainly been one that's come up from time to time. Um, you know, we generally, generally speaking, make money from the service providers. And yet at the same time, you know, I, I fundamentally believe uh, that we have to be consumer first in our orientation. And, you know, there's a simple example I use that I think proves the point, which is, um, you know, the Yellow Pages was far and away the dominant way small businesses reached homeowners uh, for decades upon decades upon decades. The moment they lost their audience, uh, you know, there is no loyalty among, amongst advertisers. The advertisers leave immediately. So you have to, you have to win with consumers. You have to win with your advertising audience. And in, in our case, to do that, we have to provide an experience around caring for your home that's, that's you know, transformational. Yeah. If you do that, you know, you're, you're always going to be able to attract advertisers. Of course, we have to also provide an excellent advertising platform that offers you know, a really compelling ROI. And so that, you know, it's a very close second, I guess, is the way yeah, to yeah. think about it. Yeah. But it, is, it is indeed second. But that does, it makes perfect sense. Um, and and you have the ability to attract the best, I would think the best providers if they know that you're attracting good customers. It's um, it's kind of, I was thinking about this as in preparation for our, for our conversation. I mean, it, you are an ad agency in a way, um, but way different from Coke or Ford. I mean, Ford ads ad agency really doesn't care if you, once you buy the car, they don't care if you like it. Uh, in your case, it's the exact opposite. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I think, I think the, the history of the company was that we're something like a Google, but for home services, you know, very niche oriented with an experience that's tailored to the home services industry. But where we're going is more akin to an Uber or other on-demand mm-hmm, services mm-hmm. where the entire experience is digitized. We've been in the midst of that transition for about three years, and we now offer, I think it's about 200, we, there's about 500 different types of projects you can uh, procure off of our marketplace. And about 200 of those we now offer uh, with an upfront price and the ability to order it digitally. Um, and that's mm-hmm. that's never been done before. And in fact, the huh. ability to simply see a price you know, uh, right up front um, is in itself a, a huge innovation. Pricing and price transparency is a, a big problem in the industry. Yeah, and I- and I would think that as your data matures, you'll be able to do that better and better. I mean, I I, uh, I need a fence post replaced. You know, how does how do you price that? Like, you don't know what's in the ground. You don't know what's attached to it. Uh, but over time, I would think you could ask certain questions that will allow you to get better and better at doing that. 
Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great insight. There are really two aspects of it that you have to get good at, and both of them are really related to scale of information. Uh, they're sort of a big data uh, asset. One is you have to understand the, the key inputs or questions that you need to ask in order to reasonably scope a project, and it's different for every, you know, every type of project. And the second side of it is you, you need to understand the, the macroeconomic environment, or perhaps it's microeconomic environment in every local market. You need to understand what an individual project costs to get fulfilled yeah. in Des Moines versus you know, Denver or Dallas. And it is different. Yeah. Each, uh, each of yeah. these markets has their own, their own clearing price. And so you put those two things together uh, slowly with, with scaled data as you learn over time, and you build a, a real, you know, def- real valuable and defensible asset in terms of being able to price projects in a way that um, yeah. doesn't, doesn't uh, lose you a ton of money. You're opening my eyes wide to uh, what looked like a very interesting opportunity because, uh, you know, especially as I was thinking about, okay, how does a company charge people for recommendations when Yelp is free, when Google's free? But if your path, if your path is to create uh, easy transactions, uh, that's way different from sort of the passive notion of just looking up stuff and continuing to have to make choices and selections and so forth. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, what we've done over the last year is we've introduced the ability to digitally order these services with an upfront price. That's, um, that's obviously new. It's not been done and offers the kind of frictionless experience that you see with other services. Yeah, you can get that frictionless from big providers of certain in every single industry, right? So it seems to me that there might be a sweet spot between charging what are the highest prices available for certainty from the biggest companies, right? You're smiling now, I can see. And and sort of like mm-hmm. the unknown of, char- of, of hiring some little bitty company that could be awesome, but could also leave you in a lurch. Well, you, you hit the nail on the head with that. And that, that is really the current state of the industry, which is you can get reliability uh, from the largest Sort of regional providers, you are typically going to pay an extreme price premium, and I don't mean like ten percent higher or twenty percent higher, but it's it like could double. be multiples higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be double, or it can even be more. And mm-hmm. so, what we believe and what we can accomplish, and what, we're, what we aspire to accomplish, is that we believe we can use technology and scale to offer that level of reliability, but at pricing that is much more competitive and and, and appealing uh, yeah. that you might get with a much smaller provider. Uh, we don't aspire to be the very lowest priced option because I think you can always get, you know, underpriced by, uh, you know, lower, lower quality providers, I'll say. Um, but we aspire to be a much more reasonably priced option with that same level of high reliability. Yeah. Does, does your partnership, you, you recently announced a partnership with Lowe's and, you know, mm-hmm. so now by partnering with Lowe's, this is all free. Any Lowe's certain kind of customer gets free uh, Angie subscription. How does that work for your benefit? Well, it, it, um, it, it, it's mutually beneficial uh, first in that they have an offering as they try to build stronger relationship with pros in order to uh, uh, become a destination yeah, yeah. for pros to buy product. Mm-hmm. They can offer you know a discounted version of our product, and then it's great for us because that brings you know that brings pros directly into our network to serve our homeowners from a services standpoint. Mm-hmm. So there's a an obvious um, an obvious you know, connection between us and that they're product led and we're services led, but it's all around the same thing, which is jobs in the home largely. So there's some natural synergies for us to explore. I think this is a really interesting one, but I think there are, you know, I think hopefully it's just the beginning and there's more we can do together. 
Very cool. This is Proco 360. I'm your host, Dave Tabor, and this is the show featuring entrepreneurs who could be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. I'm speaking with Brandon Ridenauer, CEO of Angie Home Services. Go to Proco360.com to subscribe to the newsletter, read my blog, and catch the books I'm listening to on Audible. Please don't forget to rate Proco360 in your app when you finish this episode. Uh, Let's talk about um, technology adoption by service providers. Um, we, we've already talked about it to some extent, but what are you what are you seeing um, as as you offer providers an opportunity to engage in your platform? Well, you know, I've been here just under ten years, and the the pace of change amongst the provider community in terms of the technology adoption has been amazing. And it's really all centered around the smartphone. Um, I can remember, you know, in the early days, we were surveying uh, service providers, and I think smartphone adoption was at 10 or 20%. It was tiny. It's hard to do much when you have that level of penetration because it's just, it's just, you know, your service needs to work for everybody. But that changed quickly. And of course, now it's close to 100%. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's yeah. really close to 100%. And so what we find is that, um, you know, 80, I don't know the current stat, but 80 to 90% of service providers uh, download our app and they use that to manage the service. And that's been a game changer because it enables, it it fundamentally enables the types of um, consumer uh, innovations that we've been talking about. You can't really digitize the experience end to end if you don't have the provider with a smartphone. One, their reaction time and responsiveness uh, in terms of the way this ecosystem works is much, much better. Uh, to, um, you know, offering things like geofencing where we can show the probe on their way, you know, on a map. And you can't do that without the smartphone. Yeah. And I, I was actually just talking to uh, the, our president and COO here, um, who's been here 20 years, and, and he was telling a story about how in the early days, you know, they were predominantly sending this information out via fax. <laughs> it's really shocking, you know, to think about that this service once operated, you know, via fax machine as, as, a, as, a, as a primary uh, mechanism and now, of course, it, it's all via smartphones. So the yeah, adoption's yeah. been really, really fast over the last few years. Well, and along the lines of adoption of technology and such, I mean, before Angie Home Services, you were with Nutrisystems, also a, like a big TV advertiser, but you were involved in e-commerce. What did you learn at Nutrisystems um, and earlier in your e-commerce in your e-commerce career that you've applied, you know, at Angie? Yeah, I started working in e-commerce. In 1999, which is not the best timing in the world, but um, I went to a start. Right as the dot-com bubble uh, burst, right? Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. But uh, but I stayed, you know, I stayed in the industry and, you know, almost throughout the remainder of my career, uh, while I was in e-commerce, I was always working in companies that had uh, abnormal business models, typically typically some kind of continuity model or a subscription model, uh, not just pure e-commerce and not just uh, pure shopping. And, um, you know, it's been interesting because even a Nutrisystem, yes, it, it, you're selling a diet program, right? And so generally people are on an ongoing subscription. It was pretty interesting in as much as there's the commerce component of it, the subscription management component of it. But then there's a enormous community and tools component to dieting that is a fundamental part of that experience. So it's, it was actually a pretty comprehensive uh, online experience that you had to manage and, and develop. Uh, and, and there's a lot of innovation in that space. Um, particularly in the startup side. Well, you also had to manage the idea that uh, people need to keep using your product. It's a subscription model. Is there any talk about doing some subscription model at Angie? Well, I think, I think that it's been incredibly relevant because in many ways, the advertisers are on a subscription model. You know, at Angie's list, it's a, it's a straight 
subscription model, uh, advertising subscription. Uh, Home Advisor, you know, somebody can quit anytime they want. Of course, uh, they're, they're here by their choice, but uh, you know, they're it is effectively a subscription in as much as they have uh, a committed spend, committed advertising spend month to month. Yeah. Um, and so we are, uh, you know, we are always, uh, it's in our interest and, and in our customer's interest to make the service as strong as possible to keep them engaged yeah. for as long as possible. So a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, underlying drivers of subscription businesses really do apply here. What, what just, off the top of your head, and I know it won't be an exact answer. What's a you know a ten person plumbing company pay to be on Angie's list or something like that, or one of those services? Well, you know they really have their they really have their choice. It depends on how much demand you want, and what we you know what we usually how many customers you want to be introduced to, or how many customers you want to meet. Obviously, the more uh, technicians you have, the more demands you can generally take on. Um, but you know it can be a few hundred dollars uh, to. To over, you know, well over a thousand if you're a much larger company. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The elephant in the room question is what do you do if a contractor sucks and they pay you a ton of money? Yeah, that's an easy one. Um, people think it's, you know, people think there's like a, 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 an inherent conflict of interest because we're paid by the providers. But the truth is the providers, uh, they pay to participate in the marketplace. And consumers review them in the marketplace, right? Whenever they do a job, consumers are going to review them. What happens really quickly is if a provider is providing poor service, they'll get negative reviews. And as soon as your reviews drop, you know, let's call it to three, three and a half stars, mm-hmm. you no longer can compete with the competition. You're no longer winning jobs. Consumers are no longer picking you. We can't force, uh, nor do we uh, even uh, attempt to uh, force consumers to work with any given provider. That's, that's up to the consumers. That's up to the homeowners. Right. So what we find is that the, 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 the marketplace is sort of self-moderating uh, in the sense that poor providers get bad reviews, their ROI immediately tanks, and they don't want to pay us anymore. Hmm. So uh, to, to the good and to the bad, yeah, that's yeah, the problem yeah. that we don't have to deal with. That's interesting. But I mean, you, you, it still doesn't help your reputation if you have contractors, even temporarily with two stars or three stars. Doesn't that create doubt in the mind of, of homeowners? Well, we're proactive, you know, to that point, we are also proactive. We don't just wait for homeowners. Uh, well, we don't just wait for the providers to ex- yeah. exit on their own. If, if we see bad reviews coming in and if a contractor drops below a certain level, we will mm-hmm. proactively move them out of the network. I think the reality of the industry is that there is um, pretty high level of business churn and a lot of business yeah. formation. And, you know, with our market marketplaces being as large as they are, we are a, a key tool for, for business formation and uh, in, in the economy at large. So we need to give new providers the opportunity to come in and, and build yeah. a successful business. But we're, we're extremely proactive about, you know, managing them out. That's uh, cool. The quality isn't where it needs to be. Well, and, and recently there have been lots of, of conversation around, uh, racial equality and so forth. Are there opportunities within your system or are you looking at opportunities within your system for people to choose, um, choose providers that help address these concerns? You know, we, we absolutely are. Uh, it's been a heck of a year as, as uh, you've yeah. experienced, we've all experienced. So we're, we're trying to run a business dealing with the pandemic and now uh, putting a lot of energy behind uh, diversity and inclusion efforts, both, internally focus on our own company, but also thinking about our product uh, with the scale and reach that we have, you know, we had uh, over 26 million requests submitted by homeowners in the last year here in the U S 
it, it, it really has gotten to the point where it, we play a big role in how the economy works, at least in the home services industry. And so we are, you know, we're in the early stages of this, but we're thinking about whether, uh, you know, whether we're serving every zip code uh, equally well. Um, one of the powerful parts of our platform from an advertiser standpoint is you can, you can pick the zip codes you want to offer service in. Sure. At the same time, um, you know, I think that can lead to what I'll call unintentional bias because there may be a natural tendency to want to air them or focus on the higher income zip codes. Um, so mm-hmm. I, we haven't been able to confirm any of this uh, sort of at a data driven level yet, but we are um, thinking about it and we'll be taking a look at it and are confident that we can come up with solutions that ensure that we are providing equal quality of service, uh, you know, to, 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 to people of all backgrounds. That's pretty cool. And as we kind of wind down, it, it does strike me that at the scale at which you're operating and growing, you do have data at your fingertips that can be managed for the good of your business, for the good of the community and the good of the providers and so forth. Well, that's right. And, you know, I, so I was kind of talking about homeowners there, but we also, we we can and do facilitate business formation at, at large scale. And we think there's an opportunity. There's certainly a need for uh, providers in this industry. And, you know, we're looking at opportunities to also help, uh, you know, folks from diverse backgrounds come in and form businesses as well. So I think there's a lot of opportunity there. That's cool. What, uh, you know, you've been in the business for a while now. What surprised you from when you got in to where you are now? You know, the biggest surprise, uh, we started with the simple idea, uh, the former CEO and I who worked together at Nutrisystem started with a simple idea when, when he had an opportunity to come here and be CEO, which was, how do you find a plumber? There's no way to find, this is 2010, and there was really no effective way to find a plumber. People were taking the yellow pages and picking it up off the end of the driveway and turning around and putting it in their, in their trash can. Mm-hmm. And there really had been no replacement. And so that was the original idea. And I think the most surprising thing, even over the course of the, the full 10 years, is just how big that need was. Um, it, it was a far greater insight than we could have imagined at the time. And I think what's transformed now from that basic need of how do I even find a plumber to how do we take this experience of homeownership, which is really not good, you know, really is not good. How do we, how do we transform that in a way that, you know, Amazon has transformed shopping or Uber has transformed taxi services. And, you know, that's, there's a huge opportunity here. It's, it's extremely hard, but that uh, is also what gets you out of bed every morning and, and, and makes it so motivating. Yeah. Um, I want to come back to that as a, just a bit, but I, before I do, I want to ask you the question I ask every guest, the only one I ask every guest, which is keeping in the theme of Proco 360, you know, world-class entrepreneurs who choose Colorado. How do you feel being in Colorado has played a role for Angie Home Services? You know, that's an interesting question. Certainly this is, this is where the company was born. It continues to be the headquarters of the company, even as we've become a global enterprise with I think we've got offices in 15 cities around the world. Um, I, I have had the, the benefit of, of working in a broad range of companies um, from fortune 50 companies to startups. Um, and honestly, the culture here, uh, which I think is obviously specific to, to uh, Angie home services and home advisor, but I think is reflective of the local culture more, more broadly um, has been one where we have built teams that are so focused on collaboration and shared goals, uh, and so so little uh, politics and uh, positioning and you know personal aspirations. 
um, which having worked, you know, on the coast and, and other places, um, is, it was really almost culture shock when I first got here because right? it's so different. <laughs> and I really think that's, um, you know, for, for what we're doing, which is a multi-decade type of uh, ambition, it's not something that can be done quickly. Um, having that kind of sustained collaboration and, and strong team work and team orientation, I think, is, uh, has been a wonderful contributor. And I, I do credit that to the local culture. That's cool. Nice to hear. I've, I've heard a lot about collaboration in Colorado. Uh, you said it really nicely. I appreciate that. And my last question, I guess, for you is, you know, when you come to work and you look at the challenges, what's most fun for you? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, every job I've ever had before this, I, I, I would usually get bored after three or four years. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a kind of a problem solver at heart. And, um, you know, this is, a, this is an intractable problem. You know, fixing the home services industry, fixing the experience for homeowners um, is probably a problem that may outlast me. Uh, we'll make progress against it, you know, each and every year. Uh, but it is a really, really big problem. And uh, it's not as big as trying to solve healthcare, but it's it's an entire industry. It's $500 billion, you know, annually. And it is, uh, it is uh, you know, it doesn't work much different than it did 20, 30, 40 years ago. Um, so that's what gets, that's what motivates me. That's what I find exciting, uh, I guess, is the, the, the challenge of, of an almost unsolvable problem, uh, but also then seeing us make progress against it continuously. That's cool. I think that's a good place to wrap up. Uh, I'm your host, Dave Tabor, and today on Proco 360, you've been listening to my conversation with Brandon Ridenauer, CEO of Angie Home Services. Brandon, thanks a lot. I learned I learned a ton about the way you're approaching what you describe as an intractable problem. It's cool. Thank you. Well, thanks so much for having me on. I enjoyed the conversation. Listeners, thanks for joining me on Proco 360, where we say live, work, love Colorado, because you and I and my guests can be successful anywhere and choose Colorado You make the show successful by subscribing to the Proco 360 podcast and submitting a review. Thanks again to show sponsors, Community Banks of Colorado, Holland & Hart, Via Technologies, Kinsley Meetings, Microstar Keg Logistics, and the Colorado Chamber of Commerce. That's the show. Live, work, love Colorado.